it looked like the Bears game was going to be the healthiest the Green Bay Packers had been maybe all season. And then we found out about David Bakhtiari's emergency appendectomy. All of that changed. We still don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Chicago Bears. We will dig into all of that today on our live show. Let's get it started. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! We're locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Packers Bears in a game that could be um, Aaron Rodgers against Nathan Peterman. We don't know if Justin Fields is going to play in this game. That's a that's a big difference, I think, between say Trevor Simeon, who is apparently having surgery, and. Someone else, whether it's Tim Boyle and Nathan Peterman, you heard Lauren Cox on this show earlier this week say, why did they sign Tim Boyle so early in the week? If it were a for sure thing that Justin Fields was going to play, that seemed like a reasonable question to be asking. I think we have to be asking ourselves that question. I don't think it matters. The Packers are road favorites for a reason. And it's because this Bears defense is terrible. Now, I know we went through this with the Lions. We're going to talk about some of the matchups coming up in a bit, but that's that's the key, is this defense for the Bears cannot stop anybody. Now, the Packers' defense, especially against the run, has also had its issues. So certainly, if it's Justin Fields, that's going to add a different element to this Chicago offense. Now, the David Bakhtiari part of this, it raises even more questions about David Bakhtiari's future with this team, not because he had to have emergency appendectomy surgery. That's a weird random one-off. Presumably he will not have to have that kind of surgery again, but it is, it's just emblematic of the kind of experience the Packers have had with him this season. And I was just tweeting about how good he had been over the last three weeks, and we hadn't had to wonder about him. Tackles without a sack or a QB hit allowed. There are three of them. Lane Johnson, David Bakhtiari, and Ronnie Stanley. He has been one of the best offensive tackles in football when he's been on the field. But that when he's been on the field has been a huge caveat this season. And that raises questions about his future. Given the money on the contract, given the potential savings that the Packers could see from no longer paying that contract, especially if they have to continue to pay Aaron Rodgers' contract, would they release David Bakhtiari if it meant, you know, isolating or or antagonizing Aaron Rodgers? These are important questions. Now, the out in his deal, if you if you go to like spot track, they mentioned 2023 after this season as an out, but it still means 23 million in dead cap. 
not great. Now you could post June one him and then, you know, you spread the cap hit out a little bit. That dead cap. It's still not great. And and this is a, this is a really difficult thing because he's a beloved Packer. And he is a beloved teammate. He's a leader on this team. He's one of the best players in football at his position. When he's out there, he's best friends with the quarterback. You don't want to move on from a guy like that. He earned this contract by being arguably the best left tackle in football, a premium position. So you don't want to have to move on from someone like that. But the Packers might be in a position to go, well, if we if we don't know game to game, day to day, if you can play, that creates too much uncertainty in our ecosystem and we can't have that. I think that's a reasonable position for the Packers to take. I don't know that that's the one that they will take, but it is a reasonable one to have. Now, this is a great opportunity for us to see what Zach Tom has at left tackle. You're going to have Zach Tom and Niosh Nyman. And the reason it is a perfect opportunity is because Bears can't rush the passer. This is not a good pass rush. Like they have some, they have some, I don't know, satisfactory interior rushers. Justin Jones can do some things. But in terms of edge rushers, Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson, Taco Charlton off the scrap heap on like his eighth team in two seasons. They just can't create pressure on the quarterback. And we saw it against a Jets offensive line that in pass protection is not great. It's not great. So, look, I I think the Packers are going to be in good position to protect in this game. It is a great showcase for Zach Tom. I, I By the way, perfect time for the bye week. Because remember, Joe Burrow had ap- had offseason appendectomy surgery, and he missed some time in, in camp, and it took him a, a little while to get back. It's no lock that that David Bakhtiari is going to be back for the Rams, but having the extra week makes it easier. Two weeks off to recover. I still think there's there's a decent chance he hits IR and it's just done for the season. And in the, much the same way that you have the chance to showcase Jordan Love, maybe you have the showcase the chance to showcase. Zach Tom, and much the same way that that Jordan Love's play could dictate what the Packers decide the future of Aaron Rodgers is, the Packers could also be looking at Zach Tom and saying, well, if this guy can play left tackle, then maybe it does make sense to find a trade partner for David Bakhtiari or something so that you can save some money and now you have this other player you have this younger core you're going to and that's something you probably only do if you're also going to Jordan Love so this young core can grow together you pay Yash Nyman uh you have Zach Tom you pay Elton Jenkins and now you have this excellent core on the offensive line all young players and then you have Jordan Love and you have young receivers Christian Watson Romeo Dobbs A.J. Dillon in the backfield, Aaron Jones in the backfield. You figure out the tight end position moving forward. And you have a a great young core. It would be nice to have more data points on Zach Tom. You hate that it would have to come at the expense of something like this for a guy who, as is pointed out in in the YouTube chat, just can't catch a break. I mean, this is brutal. After two years to be in a position where you're finally playing and finally doing well, 
and back out there with your guys and to have something like this pop up, it's just brutal. But it might be, it legitimately might be the end of his career in Green Bay. It really might be. Like there's a non-zero chance. Because in if if he can't be back for the Rams game and then you're going to Jordan Love, why would you put him out there? Now, the answer might be that if he's going to be released or traded in the offseason, that you want him out there with Jordan Love to maximize the evaluation points you have on Jordan Love. But it's also useful to get some Zach Tom data points as well. Okay, other injuries to talk about in this game. Romeo Dobbs has a good chance to play in this game. You'd love to see it. The first time since Christian Watson has become a dude that you have Romeo Dobbs out there, those two guys together. This Chicago secondary is in shambles. Eddie Jackson is gone. They have Jalen Johnson and a bunch of guys you've never heard of because they're not very good. Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, we'll see what the situation is with them. And for for the Packers, this is another great opportunity uh, to see what the combination of Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs can be. Jaquan Brisker, by the way, already ruled out in this game. Kyler Gordon also ruled out. Trevor Simeon also ruled out. So it's going to be a patchwork secondary. This is going to be a this is this is a game, unlike the Lions, where like they played their starters. This this offense looks totally different from that team. But also, this defense is. I know that that Lions defense was statistically one of the worst in the league and one of the worst ever, but this these are like triple a players this is this is a college team out there right now like their best defensive player right now is jack sanborn who is a udfa outside of jalen johnson jalen johnson is a legit high level corner and then everyone else you can't build a defense around one corner ask the packers they're trying and then devondre campbell might be back in this game he practiced all week good sign for him and this is something that we're going to talk about coming up. I I don't know how much of the, the momentum idea that I buy late in the season, but there is value to getting some continuity heading into next season and getting a win with all your guys would sure feel nice. I know that. It would sure feel nice. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy made easy and made Frankly, fair, because I started doing Daily Fantasy early on when you could actually do it, when it was just people like me trying to do it, and then it became commodified, and you had businesses built around submitting thousands of lineups and trying to game the system. You don't have to do that with prize picks because you're just playing the projection. Prize picks picks a number, Aaron Rodgers passing yards, and you decide if Aaron Rodgers is going to have more or less. Aaron Jones rushing yards. Is he going to have more or less? Put those together. And now you've got a lineup and you can win up to 10 times your money. Put two to five players together and you're set. Pick a sport. Prize picks will let you do it. Okay. You can go cross sport. It is a really fun exercise and it's a great way to add a little bit extra, a little bit, a little bit of juice to your watching experience. Packers have the early game, so late game, night game. Check those out with a prize picks lineup. And because you are a Locked On Packers listener, 
you can get a deposit bonus of up to $100, a 100% deposit bonus, by the way. You put in 100 bucks, they will give you 100 bucks when you use the promo code locked on. So use that promo code and you can get up to 100% deposit bonus. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today, my all sports show. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So I want to talk about a big picture topic here. And I want to try and frame it through the lens of this game. So for the Packers, offensively, you want to see this run continue. They score 30 plus against the Cowboys. They score 30 against the Eagles. And it is a, it a really nice, you know, they, the offense didn't look quite as good against Tennessee. That's a really good defense. This is a really bad defense. You should score 30 on this defense. Romeo Dobbs is back, if he's back. Even if he's not, even if it's just the receivers you've been trotting out the last couple of weeks, even if it's just the same offensive line with Zach Tom, the Jets with Mike White, not the Mike, not the White Lotus Mike White, just scored 30 on this defense. You should score 30 on this defense. There is value in doing that, in keeping this rhythm, in, in creating this continuity because, number one, It's just good for morale. It's just good for the team. Number two, it's good for the perception of the coaches. Matt LaFleur is going to be the coach next year. You want the guys who are sticking around. I've been harping on this all season to have faith, especially in your offensive coaching staff because Matt LaFleur is an offensive coach. And so you want to continue to look great. Now, do I buy into this idea of momentum? You finish the season strong and that carries over into the next season. I don't. I don't. There's no there's no real statistical evidence for it. And I you know, I, I had some people say, "Hey, look, 2006, that was a tough season, but at the end of the year they won a couple games that carried over in 2007." No, 2017 was just better and they played better and they executed better and they just were better. I I just don't, I don't see a reason to think that that has anything to do with finishing strong. This team is going to look different. Adrian Amos is not going to be in the building. Darnell Savage could get traded. Alan Lazard, is he going to be back? Like this is, this is going to look somewhat different. I think Preston Smith is going to be back. I think Aaron Jones, they're going to rework that deal. He is he has proven how valuable he is to this offense. He will be back on a much lower cap number. They can do it by spreading out the bonus and all this stuff. He's going to be back. But there are going to be some differences. And they're going to bring in players. And so it's all going to be different enough that any momentum that you get is, is blunted to a point. But what you want to do is create a, an environment where the players continue to believe in the coaches. Now, defensively, if this is Nathan Peterman or Tim Boyle or whomever at quarterback, not Justin Fields, 
then you need to beat the daylights out of that guy. Like if this is a game where they score 24 with Tim Boyle at quarterback, that's a big problem. And and that is the kind of thing that makes you go, if you're Matt LaFleur, I mean, look, I said a week ago, Joe Barry's got to go. Um, and there were people even before that saying the same thing. If you can't get stops against Tim Boyle and a, a bad supporting cast, no Darnell Mooney in this game, um, Riley Reef injured. Like, Velas Jones probably going to be a healthy scratch. This is a bad offense. This is a bad offense. It's only made better by the fact that Justin Fields is a dynamic runner. And so, okay, if that's the case, great. Second part of that is if Justin Fields does play, you just got run all over by a quarterback. What is the adjustment, Joe Barry? You want to keep your job through the end of the season? You got to figure out how to do this. You got to figure out what the situation is. You got to figure out how to handle zone read, how to handle QB power in these design runs. Now, is Chicago going to want to do that? I continue to believe that despite the fact that Justin Fields has no injury designation, that Ryan Poles and Matty Rafluse and the powers that be in Chicago are going to look at this and go, there's no upside really for the Packers. There's no, or for the Bears. There's really no upside against the Packers is what I'm trying to say. I know it's the Packers and we want to beat them, but there's really no upside for us in playing Justin Fields because if he gets hurt again, that shoulder could be really badly injured and we don't want to deal with that. That's really bad for him, for his development, for us, because they're still trying to get a look at him too. They're going to have a top five pick. What if they love CJ Stroud? What if they love Bryce Young? What if they love Will Levis? They, they need to know that Justin Fields is making progress as a passer, not just a runner. He's got to be out there to do that. So are you willing to just say, okay, well, this one last game, that's fine if he's not out there. Because then you get him for the last four or five games of the year, let this thing heal, and then you get a better chance to evaluate not just him, but Chase Claypool, who's going to want an extension this summer. Equinemius St. Brown, is he an actual member of this team moving forward? Dante Pettis, Byron Pringle, Nikhil Harry, all these receivers, you want to get a better read on them. And, and if he's playing hurt the rest of the year, that's not ideal. So while I don't buy into the idea of momentum, there are still things that you want to see, the progress that you want to see. This is not a team going to the playoffs on either side of the field. So you want to see them make some incremental improvements. You want to see some of the guys that you really like or you think you like, Zach Tom, Romeo Dobbs. Like Christian Watson is already stacked. He's stacked game on game on game. So it's time to just be fully excited, even if he has you know a bad game here or there. We have seen what that high end looks like. And then it's just about staying consistent. But we've seen him stack when he's the, he's the most easily. Everyone knows he's the most dynamic guy on the field. Three straight weeks, he looks like one of the scariest receivers in football. And no one is going to do that for 17 weeks. But the fact that he's done it and built on it as a rookie suggests there is incredible upside there and that he can be consistent with it. Let's see what he looks like. With Romeo Dobbs. Let's see what Romeo Dobbs looks like. Can he put together a couple nice weeks here with Christian Watson drawing all this attention? 
This is meaningful here. Keyshawn Nixon out there for Darnell Savage. Win a job. Go win a job, Keyshawn. Go win a job. We would love to see it. Rudy Ford, go go ensure you're on this team next year. That would be awesome. There's still so much that can be decided in these games. There's still plenty to play for, even if the momentum idea, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. This episode brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we think you're going to love. Find Block Forever now wherever you get podcasts. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level, talking about what happens inside the locker rooms, during team meetings, back at the hotel. Hear from other NFL players like Christian McCaffrey, Juju Smith-Schuster, about topics like player psyche, sports betting, playing through pain, being a leader, how to deal with combative teammates. Nothing is out of bounds. That's the really cool part of this. Catch the full Block Forever series available wherever you get podcasts. It's available now. Odyssey, get in the game. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, my all-sports show. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Um, I did get a question uh, on Twitter about Mike Zimmer and whether or not he was a viable defensive coordinator candidate. I think he is a viable defensive coordinator candidate. I don't know if it's for the Packers. Kind of chilly relationship between Matt LaFleur and Mike Zimmer. I don't know if he'd be down for that. I don't know if he wants to coach anymore. Um, there are obviously other options out there. Jim Leonard is the trending name right now. I think that continues to be where I am in terms of my top choice for this job that, you know, I, I don't think Matt LaFleur has to fire Joe Barry for us to believe he's going to fire Joe Barry. Um, I don't think he has to fire him in season, I mean. And I think, you know, what is it? Is it a lock? Todd Bowles is going to be the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year? I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's there's some discussion in the chat about Kenny Clark's status with the team. Kenny Clark is going to be on this team. Um, he he just signed a four-year $70 million deal. Um, it's it's 20 million in dead cap. Um, if they if they get out of it um this offseason, I just don't see that. Now he's got a $13 million base salary. Um, he's got a, a roster bonus. There's way they could convert that money into cap. He's already got dead years. On the back end, 25 and 26 are dead years. So you could already just push money forward. I assume that is what they're going to do. Um, it's going to be fine. He's going to be on this team. Don't worry about it. All right. I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, so we are going to um, end it there. Thanks to everyone who hung out with us live on YouTube. We're going to be live after the game on Sunday, hopefully after a Packers win. We will talk to you all then. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we are right now on YouTube, you can do that on the Locked on Packers YouTube page. Stay Locked on Packers.